Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest I. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Life Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. We 
Seem to be back home. There's, there's no place like home. Hallelujah. And um, I bring you greetings from Micham in the UK. Hallelujah. You will be there. I said you'll be there. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. We ask that you bless your word today. Breathe upon your word. You said that the letter, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. We pray, Father, for the spirit of the word. May no one listening to me today, under the sound of your voice, under the sound of my voice, ever remain the same. I pray, Father, let the power of your word turn them inside out in the name of Jesus I declare that today Satan is defeated in his work against your people and against your church we thank you father for victory by the power of your word in Jesus name let somebody say amen, amen. please once again put your hands together appreciate Jesus as you take your seat in the presence of the Lord hallelujah so it's great, happy to be back home, and um, I want to thank God for the wonderful life of our father, the presiding bishop, Bishop Dakiwad Mills. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, I'm, I'm particularly grateful to him because through him, you know, like I always say, there's, there's always somebody that God uses. You get, there's always somebody that God uses. The minute you refuse to acknowledge that, you, you would begin to lose the opportunities and the things that God does. Okay? Because the last time I checked, God does it through people. Okay, when it says that give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over, shall men. You know, I was wondering why God will not drop the thing from heaven, but he will use a man. Hallelujah. So what we need to do is to respect the, the, the avenues or the channels that God in his wisdom has chosen to use. Are you understanding that? Yes, sometimes we see the flaws of men and that makes us reject them. But you see, God in his wisdom, irrespective of the flaws of men, has still decided to use men. So if you don't, if you don't bring yourself to, to, to accept and acknowledge that, then the things that God brings, you will lose them because God will use a man irrespective of their flaws hallelujah yes so so we thank god for using bishop Ward mills to give us many opportunities 
to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, it's a total blessing. And um, um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to go and serve there for some few days and come back. Hallelujah. So today we want to continue from where I left off, okay, um, two weeks ago. We are dealing with the first prophecy that God gave us. And um, like I told you, the prophecies are great. They are very powerful. But something makes prophecy come to pass. Hallelujah. How many of you, you will be very excited and happy to see that something that God told you has come to pass? A promise you, you, you read about. A promise you heard. You have seen it come to pass. How many of you be excited? Yes. So, so our, my job is to help you know how to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. And it is my prayer that as you keep on coming and listening, okay, you would begin to experience or there would be a manifestation of the promises and the prophecies that God has given. You didn't say amen. Okay. So, the first prophecy, okay, and today um, I'll be very brief, so please be very attentive. Okay, the first prophecy which says that I would hear, I would hear long-awaited news this year. I would hear good news this year. I would drink fresh waters of good news this year. Your amen sounds like it's on admission. Hallelujah. Amen. There will no longer be dryness throughout this year. Amen. And with God, nothing shall be impossible. I just, I just read your story. I said, I just read your story. This will be your story in the name of Jesus. So, I mentioned to you that it takes something we call faith to bring to pass what God has promised you. Is that not it? Yes. In the book of Hebrews, we heard when the Bible said that the, the gospel was preached unto us as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Because it was not mixed with faith in them that heard. Those who heard, they didn't mix it with faith. So the benefit that the word carries, the advantage that the word gives you, that advantage was gone, was not realized because a very important element was missing, which is called faith. It was missing. Okay, so it tells you that it is very, very important that you develop faith because if a word is preached, a prophecy comes, and there is no faith, eh, there's no faith that meets with it, okay, that thing that you have been hearing would be nothing. Nothing will come out of it. And I wonder, I wonder the, the, the type of or the kind of believer that you would be when you walk with God without manifestations. Okay, without manifestations. It will happen. I remember last week as I was preaching in Micham, I, I, called, um, I called a gentleman. You know, I was preaching along these lines and I wanted to demonstrate to them what I was preaching. So I called the gentleman and I told the gentleman, now listen, listen. You see, I am, I am showing you, I 
told them, I'm showing you uh, how to operate by faith. You know, so I told him that I asked him how his father, how his father was. And he said that his father was okay. Then I told him, I asked him, when last did you speak with your father? He said, well, before I came for the meeting, because their, their services are quite late. You know, very, very, um, I don't know whether they are not able to wake up early. I don't know, but I felt quite uneasy in the morning. So I have to go to another church to go and, you know, sort myself out before I went there. So I started preaching around 3.30 thereabouts, you know, and that's here 4.30. Oh, no, here's 2.30. Yeah, because they had one hour. So he said, I spoke with my father before I came to the service. And he said it was okay. Then I told him that, well, um, I know your family better than you. Your father is not okay. I saw, I saw you were burying your father. Now there's something running in the body of your father that is going to lead him into the grave. And God said that we should pray for your father. Otherwise, you will not hear good news this year. You know, so I called him and I used him as a point of contact and prayed for his father. So I asked him to call his father again, you know, and tell him that this is what this guy from Bessie has come to London to come and say. <laughs> yeah. He has come all the way from Bessie. Look at what he's saying. He said, tell him that this is what I said because this is serious. So after the service, where's my phone? After the service, he called. He called this. So I told him that I'm still here. So I need you to, I need you to speak with your father. And then and get back to me because this thing is very serious. And perhaps I came to the UK because of your father. Yeah. And I want to read to you after he called his father what the message that was sent to me. So I asked him to call his father and then speak with his pastor. His pastor knows how to get to me. So he called his father. And then this is the message that I got from the pastor. So he sent me a conversation that he had with a gentleman. So he said, so apparently the pastor asked him, have you, have you spoken with your father? He said, yes, I, I have last night. That was a Sunday night. He said, he confirmed, and he confirmed until yesterday. Okay, until yesterday. Okay, which this was Monday. So we're saying that until yesterday, he had, he had been experiencing unusual chest pains, which had subsided as of after the church when I spoke with him. Okay. Now, if you are clapping, do, do it well. Hallelujah. Now, Dr. Henry, what, what, what could it possibly be if somebody has an unusual chest pain? What could it possibly be? Angina. Sounds like something we don't like to hear. Angina. <laughs> it can lead to heart attack. Angina. There's something called angina. It can lead to heart attack. Yeah. Yes, and heart attack kills people. Yes, and you'll be gone. Do you get it? Now, this man would have died. Yes, would have died. I'm telling you. 
Because how come he told me that the father was okay? He spoke with the father just before he came into the service. So the father was okay. Then in the service, I told him that the father was not okay. You see, there was something that God was ministering to me and I believed it. Strong enough to bring it up. Hallelujah. And the father was spared. Now, another lady in the service, another lady in the service, you know, I called him and I made him stand in front for a long time. Then God said that let him sit on your, let him sit on your, on your, your chair because I'm changing, I'm changing her position. So I told her that God is changing your position, a place you are, you are occupying, like God is changing it. Come and sit here. And she sat down. You know what happened to the person? She applied for, she applied for a job. There was no vacancy there. Eh? They created one for her. <laughs> they created one for her she wept and wept and wept and even me I, I was sad yes she wept this what this is not Ghana this, it is Mecham Mecham <laughs> hallelujah yes and wept and wept and wept so I said why are you crying she said she couldn't believe it she couldn't believe that they, there, was, there was no place for her and they manufactured one Yes, an office that doesn't, didn't exist. They created that office and put her there. It's like, we don't have space, but we want you here, so come and sit here. Yes. And it's an international job, the UK. I told, I told her, I said, one day you will look for me. You will look for me in this world, one day. Yes, you look for me in this world. So you see, faith is necessary. If you don't have it, you won't see what God can do. You will not. Okay. Now today, this is where I want to go. Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 11, verse 1. I'm staying with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 today. Look at what it says. Are you interested? Okay. Remember that I said it's a short service, so please pay attention. It says that now faith is, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen i'm not even interested in the whole verse i'm interested in the first part of the verse which says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for substance of things hoped for so you can clearly see that faith on its own cannot do much Faith gives substance to hope. Wow. Huh? Faith is the substance of what you hope for. So faith is rendered impotent without hope. Huh? Yes. You see, when, when you are hopeless, you are helpless. Nobody, not even a pope, can help you. When there is nothing, you see, to have hope is to, is to look forward to something. If there's nothing you are looking forward to, 
eh? then faith is rendered valueless there's nothing faith can do hope must be in place for faith to be effective I don't know if somebody can get me hallelujah you see that is why when you hear that somebody has committed suicide what it means that the person the person cannot see anything good that that can happen tomorrow yes look i was amazed when i once met a woman like that could you i've been hearing here when i met one then i understood what it means for somebody to be depressed hey look no hope Tressa, she did not believe in anything good for tomorrow no there's nothing yes so now every they try to give put people around her because they were afraid of what she could do yeah so put people around her all the time and and one day when when i don't know whether they thought that everything has subsided they went for a conference you know dream break everybody was standing there in the corridor you know of a, of a story building yes and she just jumped yes she jumped from the top and landed with her neck yes i mean no hope see anything good tomorrow yes she felt that what she was going through that was it nothing else can come nothing good she, she never expected any change of condition tomorrow <laughs> when 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 there is no hope faith is paralyzed paralyzed are you understanding that yes it's paralyzed so what am i saying what i'm saying is that look look to tomorrow look into tomorrow eh? see hope yes see hope You are not married. You are believing God to get married. And you cannot see married tomorrow. Your faith is finished. Yes. Faith, faith, remember, faith is impotent without hope. Faith carries no power when there is no hope. Huh? Faith is paralyzed. In the, in the absence of hope because faith the Bible is saying faith is the substance it gives substance to what you hope for eh? so for faith to be there and effective then there must be hope there must be something you are looking forward to yes hallelujah it's like a woman what is the use of, a, of, 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 of the egg of a woman? What's the use of it? Yes. What's the use of it? What's the use of the eggs that women produce every month? What's the use? 
Yes. Yeah. So the eggs of the woman can be said to be hope. Yes. Faith is the sperm that comes from a man. Yes. Because the sperm fertilizes. It fertilizes the egg. Yes. It fertilizes the egg. So that there is a miracle of a child. Hallelujah. There's a miracle of a child. So, 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 so when, when, you see, when, when a man is powerful, very masculine, very powerful wrestler, you see, that, that masculine nature is useless without a woman. Yes. That miracle you are looking for. You see, you don't just produce because you are a man. There is something you need to bring up a miracle. The miracle of a child. Are you understanding that? In the same way, hope is needed eh, for faith to fertilize. So that you will see the miracle of a child. I wish your hand clap is better. I wish it was better. This is very powerful. Yeah, this is very powerful. Hallelujah. How do you get hope? What is the source of hope? The source of hope is the word of God. Yes. Today I'm going to be brief, so please pay attention. The source of hope is the word of God. Huh? Yes, is the is the is the is the word of God. Uh, you see, accidentally, the source the source of both hope and faith is the word of God. Yes. So, without the word, without the word, you will not you will not know that something can happen tomorrow. So, in 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 Romans chapter four, from verse thirteen, let's read from verse thirteen. In Romans chapter four, from verse thirteen, are you here? Romans chapter four, from verse thirteen. He said, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Verse 14. For if they which are of the law be hers, faith is, sorry, faith is made void and the promise made of none effect. Verse 15. Because the law worketh, because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. You remember the other time I told you, is it the presence of a law is what establishes sin? Yes. If there's no law, there cannot be sin. Do you understand? Yes. That is why. That is why, when I told you that everybody needs to be born again, because you see, from Adam to Moses there was no law. Okay. From Adam to Moses there was no law. And if there was no law, then there should not be. There's no transgression, no sin. So then you are not supposed to suffer the effect of sin because there was nothing like that. Are, 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 are you not agreeing with me? Yes. But they did. They did. And the reason is because Adam sinned. And the sin of Adam affected them even though they themselves had not committed any sin. Are you understanding that? That's why I say, but through one man's sin, eh, death entered into the world. 
Are you understanding that? And if that happened, then you should also believe that through one man's righteousness, eh, forgiveness came. We were rescued. So if people died and suffered from the effect of sin, when they had not committed sin because they came from Adam, then we should also believe eh, in the redemption and the redemption that comes from our faith in Christ. Because what he did for us eh, also 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 cleans us of that guilt and that punishment. Believe it. Some suffered. We should believe that we can also be exempted because of one man's act. Are you understanding that? So that's just by the way. So where for where no law is, there's no transgression. Then verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seeds, not to that only which is of the law, but that to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. So this is what God is saying. He was telling Abraham, I have made thee what? The father of many nations. Okay? Before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the death and called those things which be not as though they were. And then verse 18, beautiful verse. It says, who? Talking about Abraham, who? Against hope, believed in hope. It means that when it did not make sense to hope, Abraham hoped. You see, that is the reason why the faith of Abraham could work and bring him to the heights that he brought him. Because he needed the hope. Eh? He needed the hope for his faith to be effective. If you don't have hope, what can you believe? Because faith is what gives substance. Faith brings into manifestation what you hope. So if there's nothing you are hoping for, there is nothing to bring into manifestation. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing to bring into manifestation. Can I understand me? Yes. Nothing to bring into manifestation. So, so in the in the Um, in the university of faith <laughs> hope is key yes hope is key hope is key I told you one day I told one of my sisters that never call me again never call my phone never call my phone because when you call my phone, you vent out, you vent out hopelessness. I don't want that. I know the situation that is around. I know what is happening. You see, I need something else. Even though what is happening is happening, I have hope that what I am seeing will change tomorrow. Hallelujah. It will change tomorrow. That is why the Bible said that Abraham, his target not, his target not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he gave glory to God. He was strong in faith. Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God for what he had not seen. But he hoped because God told him that I have made the father of many nations. When he didn't have a child, 
there was no child. So even though he had no child, he hoped, he had hoped that, look, tomorrow I will become a father of many nations. And that is what made him lively and gave glory to God. And that hope is what brought into manifestation. The promise. Yes, because his faith fertilized the hope. What can you hope for? Yes. You are not well. But he has said. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Himself took. Not will take. May take. And shall take. He said he took. He took our infirmities. Yes. And bear our sicknesses. He took it. It doesn't matter how you feel in your body. Eh? It doesn't matter how sick you feel. You see, I told you the source of hope is the word. When you hear something like this, then, then you're, you, see, you, you know that even though this is the way I feel, Jesus had taken the sickness away from me. And it is only a matter of time that I will be free from this demon, which, whichever sickness it is. It is only a matter of time. So you may be having some pain and suffering in your body, but you see, you have hope that because God has said this, because he has said this, you believe that one day you'll be free from this. Yes. Yes, you believe that one day. Hope, it gives life to faith. Yes. Don't live life without hope. Hey, don't. He said, when you save me, I'll take sickness away from your midst. I'll bless your bread and I'll bless your water. Your water. Eh? Believe it. Let that be the source of your hope. Eh? You need the hope because, see, hope, hope defies the fact. The fact is that you are feeling pains in your body. The fact is that you feel like you are about to die. <laughs> but you believe what Jesus said. Eh? He said that, that, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet that himself took my sickness. So even though I feel this way in my body, because God has said it, because Jesus has said it, I know it is only a matter of time. This thing will not kill me. I am not entering my grave by the way I am feeling because Jesus had taken it. And that hope, that hope, that hope, <laughs> that hope is what brings manifestation. Yeah. It's what brings manifestation. What, what are you confronted with? What is confronting your life today? What is confronting you today? What has God said? So you see, lazy people. Lazy people cannot walk in faith. <laughs> yes. Lazy people cannot walk in faith because it takes hard work to contact hope in the word. Yes, that's, that's the source. The word is the source of hope. 
it is a source of hope. So if you don't go to the word, if you are not addicted to the word, then you wouldn't have hope because the source wouldn't be there. There are things that are happening to people that they don't know that there's a solution to that. There's something that God has said about that thing. Yes. So they cannot, they cannot hope for a change of that thing because they don't know what God has said about it. And they don't know because they have not searched. It takes hard work to contact the truth in the word. Yes. If you don't know what God has said, you, you cannot have hope. And if there's no hope, your faith is useless. It's useless. So today I came to tell somebody, whatever it is that you are going through, whatever it is that is confronting your destiny today, I want you to understand if you can find what God has said about that eh, and, and believe that it will make your faith effectual. Yes. Yes. It will make your faith effectual. Because hope hope. Do you know the good news? The good news is in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4. That's the good news. Look at it. It says that for to him that is joined to all the living there is hope. To him that is joined to all the living there is hope. So you are not, you are not hopeless if you are joined to the living. The living is Christ. Yes, Christ is the living. Huh? For there is, there, is, there is a living, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. <laughs> yes. Anybody who is joined to the living, it says there is hope. Yeah. So there's hope for you. There's hope for your situation. Whatever is confronting your destiny, there is hope. Because you have joined the living, because you are joined to the living, there is hope for you. There is hope for your education. There is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your career. There is hope for your ministry. There is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your children. I said there is hope. Whatever the situation looks like, there is hope. Tomorrow will be better. In the name of Jesus, I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. I wish I have people who believe it. That there is hope for you. For to him that is joined to, to all the living, there is hope. There is hope. And if, there's, if there is hope, eh, because hope is the, is, is the mother of manifestations. Yes. Hope gives birth to manifestation because faith fertilizes the hope and then hope produces because what you are looking forward to then you begin to see it because you hope for it and the faith has made has given substance to that which you hoped for so hope is a mother it gives birth to manifestations hallelujah and your situation is great because you are joined to the living and as long as you are joined to the living there is hope I didn't say this is what the scripture said. For to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. 
if you are joined to the living, which is Christ, which is the living God, it means that there is hope for you. There is no situation you are going through that will finish your life, that will finish your destiny. There's no challenge that is confronting your destiny that would, that would, that would cause you to be extinct. No, 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 no. As long as you are joined to the living, I declare to you that there is hope. There is hope for your future. There is hope for your marriage. There is hope for your career. There is hope for ministry. There is hope for anything that you are involved in because you are joined to the living. Wow. You see, if you believe in what I'm saying, you become very dangerous to Satan. Yes. Because what he wants to do is that he wants to get you to a point where you, you cannot believe that anything can work. Yes. If he gets you to that point, you will lose, you will lose appetite for life. Yes. And that's, that's what gets him excited. Do you understand? But do not allow anything that you go through to be the reason why you stop. Some people have stopped following God. Some people have stopped, you see, they have stopped working for God. They come to church, they are now passive. Eh? Because of a challenge they are going through. Many believers have been denied. Eh? Their destinies have been stolen from them because they could not challenge the challenge that was confronting them. They didn't have hope. They didn't believe that even though this is what I was going, I'm going through, I know that tomorrow would be better. That is why Abraham is so exceptional. That who against hope, when it was not sensible to hope, this man chose to hope. And because of that, he has, he has, he, he, he stood out and is outstanding today because he hoped when there was no hope. Yes. That brought a miracle. Yes. That brought a miracle where a dead womb eh, and dead cell brought a living Isaac dead yes yes he considered not that the, the, the deadness of Sarah's womb and be not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead but the fact was that it was dead it was over yeah some of you, you look at your children and when you look at the state of the child, you know that no, nothing good can come out of this. I challenge you today. I challenge you today. I challenge you today. I challenge you with that child. I said, I challenge you with that child. Let your faith come alive. Let your hope come alive. I said, let your hope come alive. I was so happy when, when one day I read from the scriptures. He said, can this be set free? Can this lawful captive be set free? And I was, 
I was surprised at the response that came from God. He said, yes, even though the person has been captured lawfully, yet the person can be delivered. There may be things that, you see, things that are happening to you lawfully, rightfully, because you deserve it. You have done things that has brought that misfortune or calamity. But I'm here. If you can hope in the word that even though it's lawful, God can deliver you from that state. Yay. I said, yeah, God can deliver you from that state. If, if you have that hope, then your faith will give birth to that hope. Yes. 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 That is why there's nobody here, nobody here must think or allow anybody to give you a reason to believe that your life is useless. And it's over. Whatever the situation is. The day that it is over is the day that you die. But as long as there's life in you. And as long as you can believe in what this God is saying. Whatever your situation is. There is a possibility of a turnaround. I said there is a possibility of a turnaround. There is a possibility of a turnaround. And I feel in my spirit that there are people here that God is bringing a turnaround. A turnaround in your ministry. A turnaround in your basenta. A turnaround in your district. A turnaround in your marriage. A turnaround in the lives of your children. There is a turnaround. A turnaround in your career. There is a turnaround. There is. Believe it. Believe it. Hope is key. Faith is vital if God will ever do anything for you. For the Bible says that for it is impossible to play without faith. It is impossible to please God. You can't move God without faith. Yes. And in the absence of hope, faith is useless. So you can imagine the value of hope when it comes to God. Yeah. Hope is valuable. Believe it. He said, say ye to the righteous, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Do, do you. do you believe it? Why do you stay in your room and cry? Yes. You cry. You look, you look into the ceiling and you cry. You weep. Why do you do that? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It says, say to the righteous. Say to the righteous. It shall be well with you. What is it that you are going through? <laughs> what is it that you are going through? Can you believe it? You see, this word must become your source of hope. That whatever you are going through that is making you think that it is over with you. Believe it. I may be going through this, but it shall be well with me. It shall be well with me. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It shall be well with my job. It shall be well with my family. It shall be well with my education. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. <laughs> Have that hope. You may not see it now, but believe it. Hope 
God has said it, it will happen. Have that hope. Hope. Have that hope. Yes. Have that expectation. You know what strengthens you to go through challenging times? It's hope. Yes. Hope. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't feel like waking up. Yes. Because as you're as you are getting up, you don't know what is going to... It's like, you, you don't know what will happen to me today. How would I eat today? How would this situation turn around today? You, you wish that. You wish that as you are going to town, you re, they, they, will, they will bring your dead body to the house. That's your wish. Yes. I know, I know people like that. Yes. They wish that as they are flying, as, as, as they are flying, the plane will come down. Yes. They get disappointed when they get to their destination. They get disappointed. I'm like, seriously? They get disappointed when they get to their destination. Because see, the troubles, you see, the troubles of life is drowning them. Yes. And, and you see, the, it's the absence of hope that would make you have such a desire that I would not reach. I wish that by the time the plane is getting to the destination, it's something will happen. So when 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 it start when it start experiencing turbulence, they they feel some excitement that this plane is going to come down, and then all will be over. No, 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 no. There is something you don't have. It is called hope. You don't have that hope. You don't have it. But today, I came here to let you know that as long as you are joined to the living, ah, there is hope for you. There is hope for that situation. There is hope for that case. In the name of Jesus. I don't know who feels that I am just about to lose everything in life. It looks like everything that I have is about to skip. It's about to escape me. It's about to slip through my fingers. But I am here to tell you. God has sent me to tell you. Whether you are in this hall or you are watching by Facebook or which other means. God said I should tell you that there is hope for you. There is hope for you. If only you can hope. Your faith. Your faith. It will fertilize your hope. And what you are hoping for. You will see it tomorrow. Come on. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Hope. 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 Why have you given up too early? Why have you given up? <laughs> Why have you given up? If you can hope. If everything is okay, there's no need to hope. Hope wouldn't be relevant. But it's not. But you look at what God has said. Look at it. What has God said concerning your job? You are jobless. He said it is. You see, the one who doesn't work should not eat. It means that it is the will of God for you to work. Yes, it's the will of God for you to work. Marostia, and this same God who said that has the ability to give you that work. Hallelujah. And already, I see miracle jobs in the service. 
I see miracle jobs in the service. I said, I see a miracle job. I'm not talking about a job. A job that gives you only your daily bread. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a miraculous job. A miraculous job that changes your destiny. It changes where you sleep. It changes the car you drive. It changes your status. Today, in the name of Jesus, let this God who is able to do all things, let this God to whom there's nothing that is impossible, may this God deliver to you in this week. May he deliver that miracle job in the name of Jesus. Hope. 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 I curse anything that has stolen hope from your heart. Jesus. I curse anything that has denied you hope. Jesus. Anario Siaya. Whatever has happened that has made you hopeless. You look at the state of the economy and you wonder how how would i survive how would my business survive how would i how would my job survive now technically my salary is reduced in value i am paying the same thing but prices have gone up how would i survive transport fares have gone up everything you buy has gone up how can i survive i came to tell you that listen he says that i am the one who give the power to prosper the power to prosper not the economy not the inflation hope in that god i say hope in that god and as you do your faith will fertilize the hope you are the one who is crying about the economy is bad there are others who don't feel it no 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 they don't know what you are talking about. Yes. I went to UK. I found a Ghanaian. He had bought a land and built in, the, in that island. Yes. Yes. I want to ask for some of the, the prices of some of the buildings there. Yes. Seven million pounds. Four million pounds. If, if, if there's a mistake and then you have small garden in front of your house, four million pounds. Yes. Yes. You can't afford to have a swimming pool in your house. No, no, no. You are, you are a dead man. You can't buy that house. Yes. But I found a Ghanaian there. He had not bought a house. He bought a land and built. I said, what? Ghanaian. Yes. Bought a land and built. When even UK people are complaining about the economy. Yes, because prices have gone up. Yes, over there too. About 100%. Almost 100%. Prices have changed almost 100%. <laughs> and they are crying. And yet a Ghanaian had bought a land and he had built what he liked. <laughs> So you see, don't see, God can, God can cause you to live in an economy that is suffering. And yet, 
your life will not suffer. Yes, it's possible. It's possible. But can you believe it? Can you believe it? We don't see extraordinary things because we have lost this element called hope. Yes, we've lost it. The Christians of old are you kebanene? I heard when, when, when Charles Finney, no, John Wesley, was, was sacked from the Church of England, the Anglican Church, and there was nowhere to go. Do you know what, Charles, what, what John Wesley did? John Wesley, John, Wesley, John Wesley used the tomb of his father as his pulpit. Amaru Siataya. And the people of England gathered there. And the, and, the, and the prime minister said that, Hey, master, people are struggling to go to church. How come that you, somebody who has been sacked from the church, you have gone to the cemetery and the people are gathering in the cemetery? How come? How come? He said, oh. He said, he said, what is your secret? He said, my secret is that I set myself on fire and they come to watch the fire. Because, and he said, if you, if, if you see a car burning, you don't need, you don't need handbills people to come and see the car burning. If you like, go to the main road and start burning your car. You will see that a crowd will gather. <coughs> they will gather. <laughs> they will gather. I will set, I set myself on fire. And they come. They would come from everywhere. You see, we don't see what they see because we don't have the hope they had. Why would somebody go to the cemetery and stand on his father's tomb and preach the gospel? Why would he do that? If you were sacked from the church, you would run away to some hiding place and, and, and nothing will be heard of you. Not John Wesley. Because there's a hope he had. I will see Antoya. Uh, so, so, so this guy called... Call, um, was 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 it called this Knox, Knox, John Knox, John Knox? He said, "I give me Scotland, or I die, I die." The Queen said, "The Queen is called Queen Mary." He said that I fear the prayers of John Knox more than the military or the the, the military power of Scotland. I fear his prayers. My goodness, the guy, the guy toppled over her corrupt regime until every single person in Scotland they ran to him to ask, hey, where is this Jesus? I want to receive this Jesus. You say, where is your hope? Where is hope? You give up because you don't have hope. You say, pastor, I have hope. You wouldn't have given up. Yes. You used to preach. Because people are not responding to you, you have dropped it. Who told you? Who told you? I know some of the early Christians. They will go into a farm and they would minister to trees. Trees. Not human beings. Trees. Anaya. They had this hope in them. Now look. 
nothing can stop this ministry nothing nothing can stop my basenta nothing nothing can stop you see not no challenge will come into my life that will stop me from going to church that i will not enter the church because i have a challenge i have a problem i saw a lady and the lady the lady chew me and and i don't like these things so i don't like going to churches that you don't have hope my friend you don't have it and somebody stepped on my somebody stepped on my toe, and they didn't give me the microphone to sing, and 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 I was not made the main person. Uh, what kind of nonsense is this? I don't I don't go to such churches. Hey, hey, hope is lost. I said hope is lost. May hope come alive. I said may hope come alive. May hope come alive. May hope come alive. Faith is useless without hope because faith is a substance of what you are hoping for. What are you hoping for? Tell me. <laughs> is there hope at all? Is there hope at all that anything can change? Is there hope at all? Is there hope at all? That's why it's difficult to get this guy down. No, 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 no. No. Sometimes I tell, the, I tell some people, you, see, you didn't call me, so you, you cannot affect my ministry. No. You didn't call me. Yes. This guy has been a fire preacher for decades. Yes. I didn't, I didn't come to the ministry by seeing you. No. No, when I didn't see you, I came and the one I saw was him. Yes. And as long as I look to him, it doesn't matter what you do, this ministry would make it. Amen. Yes. Yes. What do you hope for? That's all I'm asking. Yes. We are talking about things that brings into manifestation the promises of God. It is faith, but the faith is not effective when there is nothing you are hoping for. Faith is always looking for an egg eh, to fertilize. The egg of hope is looking for it because faith on its own can do nothing. Is there something you are hoping for? Is there something you are looking forward to seeing? Why have you stopped hoping? Why have you stopped looking forward to things happening? Why? Why? That thing renders your faith impotent. Yes, can't produce. Can't produce. Aya. Hey, don't allow Satan to fight you when you come to church. Say, oh, they preach for too long. He doesn't want you to hear these things. Yes. And he doesn't want you to hear it well so that he can finish you. Yes, don't allow it. The source of your hope, which is what gives life to your faith, is in the word that you hear. Yes. As you come and hear preaching Sunday after Sunday. So when he says, don't come, I talk to people and say, oh, I don't know why I dressed. And then I just sat at home. I say, Satan has won. You see, he defeated you. 
by making you sit at home because he doesn't want you to hear things like this. Yes. Because when you do it, something will be kindled inside you and it will suffer. So the word says that in Philippians, it says that your confidence in the midst of affliction, when you are confident, when you are in difficult challenges, affliction, it said that that confidence is a sign. Eh? It's a sign that Satan, the adversary, is defeated, is destroyed. The confidence. Why would you have confidence if you don't have hope? Where would the confidence come from? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a sign of the destruction of the enemy. 128. And in nothing terrified by your adversaries. Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. Don't become worried. Disturbed by your adversaries. The things that the adversary does to you. Don't be afraid. He said that which is, you see, when you are not afraid, in other words, you are confident, you are fearless, even though your adversary is moving and doing things. He said that that confidence, eh, which, which, which is to them an evident token of perdition. Perdition is distraction. Yeah. But to us, to you, it's salvation. Your confidence is a sign of salvation. Yes. Even though you are going through the thing, the challenges, the difficulties, the trying times, it said that don't be morose. Don't, don't, don't be swallowed. Don't be depressed. No. It said that don't be afraid. Don't be terrified by the work of the adversary. You not being terrified is a sign of the destruction of the enemy. And it's also a sign of your salvation. Your confidence, eh? it will ensure your salvation. It will ensure your salvation. Hallelujah. From today, I want you to see a challenge in a different way. Yes. See a challenge in a different way. Hallelujah. Yes. Your father is not able to pay your school fees. Your parents are not able to pay your school fees. And you cannot get anybody to pay your school fees. So you feel that whatever dream you have cannot be realized. I mean, who deceived you? Who deceived you? Because time will fail me to tell you of men and women. <laughs> yes. Who rose when there was no help from anywhere in the corner? That today they are living, they are living their dreams. Yes. People whose whose parents didn't have didn't have any proper job. Yes. They they go from house to house. Father is dead, is left with mother, and mother does house house help jobs. Yes, who, who happens to be molested? Yes, and, and she is molested in the presence of her son in the room, and, and she'll be there. And the master of the house will be having an affair with her right before the son. <laughs> yes. A son that when he sees that when the children in the house are learning and goes to peep to see what they are doing and the master sees him and he's subjected to lashes for going to peep. What future has such a child? What future has such a child? 
Then, then when the children finish learning and they drop their things, then this young man will go behind, get the things, you know, look through it. He will go. Even the beating will not, will not scare him. It will not deter him. He will just go and keep listening to what the teacher is saying. Eh? Eh? And became so good that anytime he received money, coins, then he would go and dig the ground and put the money there, hoping that one day he would also write an examination and have a certificate. Is your case this bad? You have given up. From where? One day he saw a teacher. He said, look, I'm ready to write the exams. He said, oh, no problem. I want you to come and register. Go and bring money and come. And when he came, he was holding these coins. And the teacher laughed. <laughs> you cannot register with this money. And the guy was disappointed. But the teacher said, it doesn't matter. I'll register you. I'll pay for you. Yes. Listen. You see, you have stopped trying because you don't have hope. Yes. Difficulty is potent enough to stop you in your tracks. That's why nothing, you see, there, there's nothing exciting about your life. Yeah. Nothing exciting about your life. You gave up too early. No. There is hope. I said what? Satan doesn't want you to hear this way. He said that they are keeping too long in the church. Yes. When you go, what are you going to do? You are going to watch movie with sex and then, and then you will have erection. Yes. Then you will be looking for, you will be looking for where to pass with the erection. Yes. Only to land you in the trouble. Yes. 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 And God is saving you by keeping you in church. Yes. This guy wrote the O levels. Eh? He passed with the extension. Yes. Yes. And without the knowledge of the master in the house, he packed his things. He now, what did he have? What he packed went into his shirt. What he had went into his shirt. So he rolled and put it under, kept it, that's it. And went to school without a chore box, without a trunk, nothing in it went to secondary school. Yeah. Today he's a graduate. He's a graduate today. And you said what? Eh, I'm in the church. They are not paying my school fees. Well, for your information, the reason for the church is not to pay school fees. That's not the reason why we are here. That's not. If it happens, it's just a side, a side product. It's a byproduct. If it happens. Do you understand? Yes. But that's not the reason why the church is here. So the inability of the church to pay, if we have to pay everybody's school fees here, you can imagine what the church will become. Yes. Yes. Somebody say, oh, we should thank God for free churches because we don't know what will happen. Yes. It is, not, it is not practical. It's not real. Do you understand? It's not real. But your future cannot stop because your fees cannot be paid by the church. Abba, who are you? <laughs> who, what are you saying? <laughs> Your future cannot end. It can't stop. It can't stop. 
if it stop you are the reason yes you are the reason and know that you have become a failure but God has given you something called hope anybody who is connected to him is that there is hope for you believe it you may not see it today it doesn't look like money can come from anywhere as we speak but believe that this God who does the impossible one day something will appear for you believe it and don't drop in the towel this is what brings failures Yes, this is what brings failures. Yesterday, Real Madrid won the Champions League. But listen. Yeah, listen. You see, before they got to the final, yeah, they got to a point with Manchester City. They were two goals down. Yes. And it was 90 minutes. 90 minutes. It was left with less than six minutes for the match to come to an end. And they were two goals down in their own backyard. Yes. And somebody will say it's as good as over. Over. Good as over. Can you believe that within six minutes, eh, people who were two goals down within six minutes, they scored three. You see, it is, no, it is no surprise that they won the Champions League. Yes. They did it against Chelsea. They did it against who? Man- Manchester City. PSG. You could have said that it's 90 minutes. It's over. The game is 90 minutes. Then injury time. Sometimes it can be two minutes. It can be five minutes. It can be four minutes. It can, and normally, the team that is winning, they defend so well that you are not able to score. Do you understand? But that case was different. The way they were playing, you can still see that these people, they had hope. Yes, they had hope. Some of you, you are even given a window by God giving you some small testimony. And, and you, you despise that small testimony. You can't believe that if this testimony can come, there is light at the end of the tunnel. This iota of light is a sign that something great can happen. So you can't give up. Can't give up. Can't give up. Remember, your faith is rendered useless without having hope for anything. Huh? Yes. The mother, the barren has become mother of thousands. The barren. The one who was called barren. You don't have a child. Come, I met this lady. I met this lady in the. You see, there's a reason why she's not a member of this particular assembly. But she has come here today. Yes, and you wonder that you you wonder that all the churches in all the lighthouse other denominations in there. Why would she come here and not go anywhere else? You see, there's a reason why she's here. Yes. One day I met her. She had written, this is a medical doctor. Yes, Dr. Karen. And she was looking for her to specialize. You know, if you specialize, you go to a school, correct? To specialize. When I met her, you are written the course how many times? Six times. Six times, and she has not passed. Yes, six times. 
She hasn't passed. There's one that you do for Ghana. There's one that you do for West Africa. She hadn't passed. I met her in Tamale and I told her that, look, me, I have a special grace of admitting people into, into schools. Yes, I'm the spiritual dean of many schools. So I said that, Karen, come. When you come to Accra to come and write the exams, come and see me in my office. Then I was at Teshi. You came to Accra? Yes, I came to Accra. Did you come to see me? No. You didn't come to see me? No. And you went to write the exams? Oh, listen. You went to write the exams? Yes, please. Then what happened to you? I failed. She failed again. Today I saw her and her husband. So I asked her, every time your husband has to bring you. Because when the husband heard that she hadn't come, he came all the way from Tamale and came, held her hand and brought her to my office. When she brought her, when he brought her, then I prayed for her and I gave her a direction to go and do. I said that, you see, if you don't come for me to do this thing for you, these exams, you write uh, Yes. But there's something a husband believed in. He had hope for something. He said, look, let's go. And they came. And I gave her the direction. Did you do it? Yes, please. You did it? Please, can you be generous with your volume? We can't hear her. Yes, please. You did it before you went to write the exams. What happened in that exams? I passed. And, and as I speak to you today, she's, are you still in the school? Yes, I'm in my third year, final she, year. She's in the final year of specialization. Yeah. You see, I am not the issue, but the fact that, you see, this person kept on and on and on and on. There was some hope. You see, you don't need to be told that there's hope. Just look at what the person does. It tells you whether there's hope or not. Yes. There's some hope. Yes. Is it today she has come? She's in town, so she has come. Yes. She, she will come and look for me. If it were you, would you not look for me? You will look for me. Yeah, like the gentleman in Mitcham. Yeah. She's here. She came here with her husband. Her husband has to catch a flight, so he's, he's, he just stepped out. Yeah. But this one, she's here. Listen. You can't give up. Yes. You can't give up. Whatever the challenge is, you can't give You can't give up on that bus center. You can't give up. Yes. You prayed for 14 hours. You were expecting 30 people. And seven people came. You can't say that because of that you are stopping. He said, oh no, this is not for me. This is not for me. No, no. It is for you. Your problem is that you are giving up too early. Yes. 
have given up to it. If you like, go and ask Yongicho in his grave, he will tell you uh, how he became the pastor of the la- biggest church in the world. Well, that's not how he started. All I'm saying today, your faith is impotent without hope. You can't live life without hope. If you forget anything, don't forget this. You need hope to make your faith work. God bless you. Stand to your faith. Thank you. Dr. Karen, God bless you. Lift up your two hands. Jesus. Why don't you talk to God, the Father? Make hope alive in me. Make hope alive in me. Make hope alive in me. You want to pray this prayer? Please lift up your voice. Talk to Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, I can't hear you. Somebody close your eyes. Don't joke with this. I'm talking about life and death. Talking about life and death. Talking about life and death. Open your mouth. Talk to Jesus. Hey, we are looking forward to 10,000 establishment members. We will get there. It will happen. We will get there. It will happen. Pray to God. Talk to him. Make hope alive. Anything that has drowned your faith, let it be cast today in the name of Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. We thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise your name. We give you praise. Thank you for your word. There is something it does to us. It's time we hear it. Father, thank you that your word is not returning unto you void. Thank you that your word has gone to prosper wherever you send it. Thank you, Father, for hope. Thank you for making hope alive. In the name of Jesus, that anyone who thought it was over, even before she stepped into this hall, thank you for a revival in the supreme name of Jesus. We bless you. Let every hopeless life receive hope today by the power of your word in the supreme name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you. And as every head is born, every eye closed to you are here this afternoon. Somebody invited you, but deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, listen, I want to pray with you. There's hope for you entering into the kingdom of God one day, going into the bosom of Abraham, you to being carried by angels to where God is. There is that hope for you. You want, no matter, you see, no matter your sins, there is still hope for you. The blood of Jesus is potent enough to wipe out every stain of sin from your life. Yeah. Today, if you believe and surrender your life to him, if you are here like that, I want to pray with you. You want me to pray with you? Let me see your right hand above your head. 
your right hand above your head. I'm going to pray with you. Jesus will come into your life, make you his own, change you from today, give you eternal life, give you hope for tomorrow. You are here like that. You lifted up your hand. Can you come to me? Come to me if you lifted up your hand. Come all the way to the front. I thought you were clapping for them. I thought you were clapping for them. This wonderful people. Come. Come and join him. I thought you were clapping for him. Oh. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Oh, Are you clapping for them? Are you tired clapping for this wonderful souls? Jesus is calling you. Is calling you. Give him. Thank you, Father. Lift up your two hands and pray this prayer with me. I want the congregation to join us in this prayer. Make it your own prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Let me hear your voice. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. I know I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. And I cannot save myself. And I cannot save myself. I believe with all my heart. I believe in all my heart. That you died on the cross. That you died on the cross. You shed your blood. You shed your blood. Because of my sins. So today. So today. I surrender. I surrender. My life. My life. Into your hands. Into your hands. From today. From today. I receive. I receive. You. You, Jesus, Jesus, as my Lord, as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Savior. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to you, Jesus. I belong to you, Jesus. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I am born again. I am born again. Thank you Thank for you. saving me. Save me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.